Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. Okay, here we are. Amy and Kathy on November 19th, 19... Oops, 1950. I was born that day. That's not today. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Today's your birthday, right? That's right. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I I think it was Michelle's birthday today, too, right? Yes. Did you hear that? We gave each other a birthday hug this morning. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Yeah, and if she didn't have class, we would have gone out for a breakfast, birthday brunch together. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, nice. about your awesome week. Yeah, my week was really, really good. Um, I had, I just enjoyed our session last week, and um, and then the next day, um, we we had that lunch with Robin, um, and that was fabulous. I mean. It was just so nice, and um, and that uh, and then after that luncheon, I actually did a voice um, voice lesson with Barbara. Um, so that was great, and um, it's just I mean I felt so good after that day. You know, I just felt like I really um, you know recharged. You know how everybody's been talking about the, you know, when the well's dry or whatever. Like, I just felt like I really nourished, um, I nourished my well that day. On Friday? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. Good for you. Yeah, it was nice. So you you, you got you got to see how important it is to uh, to recharge. And to, and yes. This yes. is all... Share a voice lesson and going to the luncheon with your girlfriends and business colleagues and yes, yeah, yeah. So hopefully you you even got a you know a stronger idea of how important it is to take time to do things like that as part of your self care program. Yes, it did because I felt so good. It's just and the other insight that I had was that it's a little bit harder for me to take care of myself when I'm at home. Um, And uh, so, like, over the weekend, um, I, you know, I didn't do as many things to take care of myself as I do, like, on our regular sort of work day, you know? Um, It just kind of... I don't know, I guess I just realized that this weekend. So that was sort of helpful to see that. Yeah. And also like and also like Sunday was very um unstructured and open and on those unstructured open days it seems like I you know, it's easy for me on those kind of days to kind of fall into um 
old patterns and not get very much done and then feel kind of discouraged and um yeah so i realized that could um, you start doing that or you started to change the pattern or both or what no i didn't really start to change the pattern i just felt like i observed you know that um, that you know that on those days it seems harder for me to um I mean, I did go out for a walk on Sunday, which was good. Um, but, like, once I got back home, it's, like, between, like, laundry and groceries and, um, you know, I had, I had wanted to cook a lot of things on Sunday to get me set up for the week. Um, but I didn't, I, I didn't get, I don't think I got anything cooked. But, um, but I did do the grocery shop and... Um, and I did laundry stuff, and um, but the other thing, oh, the other thing that I noticed on Sunday was I got sucked into Facebook, and for me, Facebook is um, not really great for me right now. Um, I tend to go on and just look at a bunch of stuff. I don't really post anything. And I just look at a lot of stuff, and at the end of it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, I just spent two hours sort of looking at stuff, and I didn't, you know, I didn't get, A, I didn't get anything done that I needed to get done, and B, um, like, it's not like I really saw stuff that feeds me or nourishes me, you know, Um it's not like I, you know, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. It doesn't. I, at this point, I don't really like when I when I get lost in Facebook. I just feel like I lose a lot of time and I don't get much done, and and I'm I, I just don't feel that great afterwards. Yeah. So, but how neat that you're observing it now. Is this some? Is this observance new, or have you noticed? this before the thing the facebook thing i've noticed before but like realizing that it's hard for me to do my self-care and i ended up on facebook like on the same day you know what i mean i kind of feel like wow i could have used you know i could have used a little bit of that time that facebook time and written in my journal or you know gone for another walk you know gone for a second walk or just done something that would be more, you know, that I'd feel better afterwards. So what what do you think, so the next time you notice yourself uh, in Facebook sort of getting lost in it and not being productive with it, what can you do differently? Um, I think I can um, say to myself, um, I can I can set like either like a time limit for just because it's I mean there is some you know it is sort of fun to sort of see what's going on but actually not really I don't know um, I could you know like set a time limit or I could just you know get off of it and go do you know go do something that I want to do um, or even just take that time and read something that I'd like to read you know like. Um, yeah, I may have a bunch of books that I'd like to read, but I just 
yeah, don't get to them very often. So, I mean, I think just turn it off and do something different, you know? Yeah. Would it work for you? Or, to... or journal about it, you know what I mean? I could just take that minute and just say, like, maybe I could try to figure out, like, what what I like about Facebook and what I don't like and then, you know, sort of manage it a little bit more, I guess. I love it. Are you writing this down in your journal? No, I didn't write that down. (laughs) You just came up with great ideas when you start to get lost in Facebook or even when you get lost on a weekend, not taking not taking care of what you really want to be taking care of. You could, number one, is set a t- you said, set a time limit. Yep. Do something I want to do, whether it's write in my journal, take a walk, or even read. Yep. And then you said I could journal about it. What What do I like about Facebook? What don't I like? What's working? What's not working? What's bugging me? What's taking my energy down? Or what's pulling me in? It was a great journaling like you said. Okay. What would this be when it was like um, take a walk, write in my journal, or find something to read, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm just writing it down right now. Sure. Good. Okay. Now, that those are those are great suggestions. How about um putting time in your calendar to do these things? Does that would that work for you? You know, I actually have like there's been a stretch of time where I did that and um that actually helps me. Yes, if I schedule it, it it does help me. It helps me immensely cuz I, yeah. I like calendar every morning and even throughout the day to remind myself what's next, what's coming up this afternoon and right. and make sure this time scheduled in for me in between appointments, even during the week in between appointments. And then yeah. on your weekend where which is harder because there is no there's no timetable, there's no schedule. So I even um schedule in my, my weekends, you know, when I'm gonna work on maybe I'll work on my website for two hours on Sunday. I'll put it in there. Yeah, um, the kids for these three hours, and then those other two hours are mine. Or I'm gonna take a walk for this one hour. Or, however, I actually do put it. And then I end. I have an electronic calendar, so I move things around if you know if I you know need to be flexible. Right. But at least they're there, and then there's right. a way better, much better chance of them getting done. Right. That's right. Um, put it in the calendar. For even during the week and the weekend, your time for yourself. Yes. Okay. Because remember, I remember last week you loved the quote. Actually, it was my quote: "Taking care of yourself is not a priority for the fearful mind." Mhm. Yeah, so this way you're you're already being proactive with your new yeah. your 
expanded higher self is taking the lead instead of fearful mind taking the lead. Instead of letting the fearful mind take the lead, right. Okay. That's that's a a really useful idea, I think. The the higher self, expanded self taking the lead instead of fearful mind. Mm -hmm. That idea? Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, and also just the idea that the fearful mind doesn't put self-care at a very high priority. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you have that written down. Yes, I do. I'm going to do it again, though, because just in case. Yeah. I'm going to write it as a positive. The higher mind makes self-care a priority. Yeah, and then the benefit of self-care is that you you move into that higher... It helps you to move into that higher self and to be that higher self more often than you mm-hmm. get in low, low, lower self and fearful mind. Yeah. It's a real bridge. It's an incredible bridge for moving yourself out of lower energy into higher energy or out of fearful mind into higher essence, into your what, essence. What, what do you consider the bridge? The self-care. Oh, self-care. Okay, yeah. Okay. Care, whether yep. you're journaling, walking, meditating, even time to read, especially if you're reading inspirational, um, inspirational thought leaders. I find that's incredibly inspiring and incredibly helpful to move out of lower mind into higher mind. Right. Self-care. That's, yep. Yep. Yeah, because our old stories are are so they stick to us like glue. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they are very sticky, aren't they? Man, so it really takes vigilance and diligence yeah. to to start to unstick them and and walk into our new story, so we can believe and own our new story. Because your new story really is your original story, which you came up with last week, which, remember, was adventure, explorer, and heart, and a couple other yes. things, genuine. Yeah. And Have you played with that at all this week? Um, I can't, not a lot. Um, I, I've actually had a, like, incredibly busy week. Um, so I haven't done a lot of that, um, but it is, but it has been like a useful, like just idea to think about that. Yeah, and to think about the adventure and the play of it all. You know, that's just kind of helpful to me because I think I have a tendency to get a little serious and like, um, yeah, <laughs> a little tendency. Yeah, <laughs> and I do like, I really do enjoy. Um, I feel like it, like just in terms of my work and stuff, but it takes a little while to get to where I can, you know, um, enjoy that part with people. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, that I have to establish a certain amount of like trust first. And so somehow I don't, I guess I don't equate that. Yeah, I guess 
yeah. I guess I don't really equate that with like um, uh, trustworthiness or or um, so that's I don't know. I guess I just hadn't really thought about that, but that's kind of interesting to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. You know, it is a little bit of a fine line being sort of playful and adventurous, you know, um, in a work setting, you know, that, that's, um, I guess that's just kind of, yeah, kind of a new idea for me. Yeah, so let the idea muddle around. Yeah. You know, as you are, as you are. I can tell it's been with you this week because there's a, there's a, you know, you had a, you had a, you had a good week and I can tell it feels like that might have been part of the underpinning of keeping you a little more buoyant. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it didn't, it didn't hurt to set it off with, uh, you know, a really nice day on Friday, too. But I think that the ideas that you were sharing with me are really, they're very helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. like a fresh way of looking at things. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what it is, a fresh new perspective. And mm-hmm. instead of seeing ourselves how we've always seen ourselves, we can finally move to who we really are and and then spend more of the day in that place. In that, and, and the other yeah. benefit, besides being a benefit to ourselves, it's obviously also a benefit to our clients, but it's also a benefit to the world because the more time you and I and each one of us spend in a higher energy vibration, the more mm-hmm. higher energy we're sending out to the world, you know, to raise the the vibration of the world itself, which is yeah. such an important thing to be doing right now. Yes, yes, that's true. You know, like some people, I know you, you don't think this, but I just want to, it just came in my mind right now. Some people think that, okay, I'm meditating, so I'm sending good energy out into the world. But that's not enough if that's the only time they're doing it. If they then go on to live their, their life running from here to there and getting mad and in stress, that totally counteracts all the good energy they just sent out during their meditation. Yeah. Our goal is to bring it in, into our life. Like it sounds like you, you, it, the idea just muddled around in you, and you were able to do that this week. Yes, and that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. It is. It's been really good. That's great. So you, you can um, some things to to help to help ma- to stay there and to ma- maintain that and to continue doing that. I highly recommend listening to our recordings. Okay. All right, because there are lots of your insights and ahas are, that you may not have got written, gotten written down are in there. I mean, you can listen to them. As I said, you can download them onto your iPhone and just listen as you're walking, listen as you're driving. Okay. You don't have time, you know, just to sit sit in the house and listen. Um, that's what I do. And there are so, and it will bring back the, the and the processes are all in the recording, so you can even do them again. Well, I mean, a little hard to do them while you're driving, but um, yeah, you might be able to get them in your brain, so you can actually do them even without the recording eventually. Right. Every time you do them, something deeper or something different 
come up, even if you repeat our process. Okay. And they will they will help ingrain this playfulness, and you will, as you see, it'll just get assimilated into your life as you work with your clients. All of a sudden, you'll be a little more playful, a little more adventuresome, a little more open and genuine. I mean, you are always genuine, um, but a little more, a little freer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the more time you spend in self-care and doing all these things we're talking about, the faster you will move into this essence, this state of yours. Good. That sounds great. Yeah, that's really cool the way it works. Yeah, so, so what I'd like to do today, I'd like to talk to one of your voices Um. Like we have different voices in our head, especially that small mind has different voices. It's got the fearful mind. It's got the voice of resistance, and then there's yeah. voice the emotions, the sad, the voice of sadness, the voice of anger, uh, and all kinds of voices. So I'd like to speak to a voice. Let's talk to a voice that is keeping you from living in your essence more often. Okay. And which voice, do you have an idea which voice that is, who we need to bring in to talk to? Mm. Would that be one that just says, like, you're not good enough, that one, like that? Yeah. Or is that, yeah. Is that too broad? Or No, we can we can start with that, Kai. You, okay. Or were one. you thinking of something else? Were you no, I'm along think, other lines? Or, no, I like this one. You're not good enough. Okay. No, I like that one. And before we go into it, something else just came up. You know how you said it was such a wonderful day with the luncheon with the with the women and Robin? Yes. And um they uh, I forgot the oh and with Barbara schedule more of those things even if they're one-to-ones, coffee and lunch or lunch with girlfriends. Put them in your calendar and do those more often. Okay. Cuz look at how good that made you feel. You were out there connecting with people. And, right. You know, and the group was as large as 6, 7, 8 people and still you were you were so comfortable and so happy. So make sure these things are in your calendar so they happen at least once a week, if not more. Okay. All right. I find it's made a huge difference to me scheduling, I mean, the one-to-ones through B&I or coffee with girlfriends. Okay. It's really added, but just like that Friday, added and buoyed you up. So that's part of self-care, too. As you said, it it really puts you in a good mood and it really sets up to the week. So make sure those are in your calendar also. Okay. That's all taking care of you, and that's all making you. Do you notice then how you're better with your kids and you're better at home? Right. I mean, better, you know, funny word, better, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Great. So let's talk to that voice of you are not good enough. And as a matter Mm -hmm. of fact, before we talk to him, why don't you do a doodle? Do a little, you know, let, let's sit, sit in your chair. Mm-hmm. 
And breathe. Mm-hmm. And feel that feeling of not being good enough. Feel the last time that you didn't feel good enough. Feel into it. Maybe go feel the event and draw it out. Draw the feeling. Just let your pen go. Nothing real, nothing artistic. Just let the pen go. And draw out the voice of you are not good enough. Whatever comes, comes. Hmm. It's kind of hard to draw. Yeah, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just let it happen. The thinking mind gets in the way. Okay. Let me know when you're set. Okay. Are are you feeling it? Can you feel it in your body? Not exactly. But, I mean, I have kind of a picture. All right. And what? Um, what? I'm not sure I can really... um, I'm not, some, for some reason, I'm just not really feeling it right this second. I'm not sure. But I do have a picture, and it has some things, so. All right. Go. See what happens when we talk to the picture. Right. Okay. So ask the picture, are you are you not good enough? Are you, are you called I'm not good enough? Or what's your name? Um, you and, are not good enough. Yeah, that's the name. All right, and now ask it, and why are you telling me that? Why? I think it wants to motivate because because I want to motivate you. And... Is that a belief of yours, or did you grow up with the belief that if you're criticized and told you're not good enough, that that will motivate you? Um, I don't remember. No, I don't remember, like, believing that or whatever. It's just that when I asked the picture, sort of, that's what it says. Um, I don't oh. remember consciously, like thinking that that would motivate me. Okay, so so ask it to tell you um and and how, how will that motivate and how will that motivate me? Because you will get up and do something? Is that true? 
I'm asking you, Amy, is that true? Uh, no. <laughs> no, so, but I think that's what the picture believes. Okay, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So the voice of you are not good enough it seems to be coming from fearful mind. seems to be yes, very connected. That, that be really good friends with fearful mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it says, hey, you, you know, you're in cahoots. You must be holding hands with fearful mind. And um, c- can you tell it? It's So ask it, why does it think that by criticizing you, you're going to get off your butt and do something? I think it thinks that it that it needed somebody in their life to push them a little bit. Okay. And how do you know how does Amy notice that Amy gets um things done? Does she get things done when she's pushed or does she get things done when she's in flow or what? Um more when I'm um in flow. So can you tell this voice of not good enough that he's 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 hindering you? This is maybe in the past you needed to be pushed to get anything done because you you couldn't even let yourself be in the flow. But now that you're learning how to get in the flow, this voice of not good enough is um, preventing you from moving into the flow. Can you feel that? Yes. And so maybe you can tell the voice of not good enough that you've appreciated it trying to um, work its magic by pushing you, but that it's not working anymore or it's not working and that you uh, would like to know if if it could learn something new, if it's ready to learn something new and work with you in a different way. If that would be okay with it. You want me to ask it that now? Yeah. It's a feeling that it's a little stuck in its ways. Hmm. Ask it if it's like, if it would be willing to change.
Yes. We get the feeling that it's ready to relax. Wonderful. And this voice of not good enough, it's it has in its own way been trying to support you and been trying to yes. help, right? So it, it loves yes. you, right? Yes, yes. And now that you are aware that um, being pushed by it and being criticized by it, by, by being criticized by it does not help you to move forward in your life. It keeps you stuck, like it's stuck, and it keeps you stuck in those same old ways. Yes. And so tell 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 it you'd like to uh, move along, um, and you'd really like its help, and it, it's it's agreement that it will try not to criticize you anymore. And when it does, ask it if it's okay if you tell it to just. Be quiet. You know, that's not serving me. Those words are not serving me. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Okay. Okay. So um so do you think that in the future when not good enough comes up when that when those words start repeating in your head or that feeling of not being good enough that you can capture it and observe it and say, "Hey, remember we had this conversation? You're not serving me anymore. It's not helping me to move forward." The observation again comes up. That's the first thing is to notice when not good enough is poking its head and then starting to criticize you. Yeah, yeah, I can look out for that. Yeah, that would be great. And, you know, we don't have to get mad at him or angry at him because he thinks he's protecting you. Right. That's what he thinks. So let him know gently that it's really not helping and you're ready to try a new way because you want to live in your essence. You want to live in your explore, adventure, heart, genuine, right. playful place. And you can't live in that place when not good enough rears its head. It keeps you yeah. from going there. Right. He's one of the big voices that keeps you from going there. Yes. So the best thing you can do right now is to observe the moment he pokes his head up. Okay. And... Bring yourself back to that soul signature, essence of yours, to that description or, or the embodiment of the feeling or, or the symbol that you drew last week for it. Yes. To remind yep. yourself who you really are and that you're not the voice of not good enough. Yeah. Okay, so how about we ask not good enough, does he have a friend who is also helping him, um, keeping you, you know, thinking they're helping you, but they might be holding you back from living in your essence. Does he have another friend in your head? 
Hmm. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's another limiting belief. Nothing's coming up right this second. Um, maybe, I don't know, quiet? Is quiet? Um... Yes, because quiet might be a cover for invisible. Yeah, okay. How does that feel? The voice of invisibility. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's talk to the voice of invisibility. Okay. Um ask it why 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 is it here? Why does it want to keep you invisible? What is it protecting you from? I think it's protecting from hypocrisy. And whose hypocrisy? Hypocrisy in this case is kind of like um, um, maybe. Promising more than what's really possible or or over inflating the value of things all right, let's explore that a little bit more okay over inflating the value of things or promising more what are you being prom what what have you been promised more well what what ask him to tell you more about that. Um, well, I think, um, sometimes I do think sort of being invisible. Um, I guess hypocrisy seems like saying one thing but doing another and I think like in a way that you never so if you never say then you can't really do the opposite so it's sort of a protection against that oh so you're afraid that this voice of invisibility is afraid that Amy will say one thing and then not follow through and do something yeah. else. Right. Uh, okay, so 
ask the so question. If there's a way of not saying it in the first place, then you don't fall into that trap of um, not being able to follow through on it. Yeah. So let's ask the voice, what is it remembering? When was a time that Amy promised and didn't follow through? I don't know why this example is popping up, but I have a really bad, I am really bad about, maybe it's it's on your birthday too, but I am really bad about getting presents to people on time for their birthdays. So I feel really bad about that because I'm often thinking about the person, but for some reason, like actually, like I'm talking about like when you have to mail, you know, you need to mail it, put it in the mail. You kind of need to do it ahead of time for it to get there. And I just, I feel really bad about that because I'd like to be like the kind of person who gets something there on time, but I'm just not, I just not, I just, I'm just often late. And I guess, I mean, you know, it's not like I said, I would definitely get a present there, but Who who are you letting down more, yourself or the other person? Um, I don't know. I I guess it's some of both. I mean, I have to say, I have the exact same thing. I am so friggin' bad about getting presents to people on time. I've just finally made peace with it. It's just not, oh, really? Yep, it's just not a strength of mine. And and so now it's uh, and that has freed me up to at least be able to send an email wishing them happy birthday. Right. Right. You know, and at least let them know I'm thinking of them. Right. I usually usually I'll make a phone call. Yeah. Um call. Yeah. And why is that not good enough? The voice is not good enough. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Whose expectations are these? Theirs or yours on yourself? I don't know. I I don't know. Let's, Let's call in the voice of not good enough. Okay. And let's ask him. Where where does this come from, or, or what's not good enough about mailing that present, about calling? What's not good enough about calling and emailing that you need to get that present on time in their hands by their birthday? What does not good enough have to say about that? Something negative, but what's he going to say? Oh, I guess it. Say like that's typical. 
typical of you? Yeah. And and how does it make you feel thinking about this, all this? Oh, I I feel really bad. You feel really bad. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd like to be like an organized person, but I'm not always organized. You know, some I'm better about some things than other things. All right. Well, you, we've talked about this before that you're the, you're the kind of um, personality type and body type that has a hard time organizing. Yeah. Same with, same with me. We're quite similar. Okay. Um, therefore, it's almost like you need somebody to help you with the structure. Yeah. And so, therefore, knowing that that is not your strong point, sometimes we can help to just let it go because we can't be strong in everything. Yeah. And that is that is our weak point, being organized. Yeah. And if if it's really, really important to you, if it's coming from you, it's really, really important to you to get these presents out. I mean, it could also be tradition, like you grew up with a family tradition that you always had the presents there on time. Did you grow up with something like that? That, that wasn't a big thing? No, but I think I think the thing the thing that to me it's like the relationships aren't like with my family, like they aren't that fulfilling and kind of presence is sort of like the last, like, you know, we, we do that for each other kind of. And it, it almost seems like a substitute for like, you know, connecting and stuff or I don't know. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Bingo, bingo, bingo. That's real big insight. Yeah. Oh my God! That the 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 presents are an insight for are, are a substitute for connection. Right. Ah. Oh. That's that's awesome. Um. So, do you is there something? So you can see that it, it's like a scapegoat. Getting the present there on time is almost like a scapegoat for not good enough or a. You know, a way to blame yourself for a situation that is way bigger than the present itself. Right. Right. And are you talking presence with family or, or friends or both or what? More for family. Um, I don't tend to do a lot of presence for friends. I mean, but okay. more like, yeah, more like family. So, so I think we had to call in the voice of resistance. Because okay. there's a little bit of procrastination and resistance in sending these presents out because that's not the bottom line. That's not the there it's a substitute for connection. And right. you don't have the connection, so therefore you don't even have the excitement and the inspiration to get the present out. Right. Whereas um uh who did I just say to call in? Procrastination and resistance. So if, if we call in procrast, which one do you want to call in? Either one, that's fine. I mean, I guess resistance makes more sense to me because I just, you know, 
Yes, it sort of is, seems, yeah. You know, it seems like, well, that's not, like, who cares? Like, who really cares if you get, like, you know, it's just one more thing. You know, like, I, I would value having a connection a lot more than, than the present. Yeah. So, I, so there's I, part of me I'm, that just kind of thinks the whole present thing is stupid. There you go. There you go. Okay. I'm, I'm, is the resistance saying that or is Amy saying that? Um, I guess I'm saying it. So now you can see why you, you've got perfect insight now into why those presents don't get there on time. Right. Because that's not the main point here. The main point is connection. So is is this? So what's coming up? What what what's coming up with this new with this realization? Um. Um. Uh, I mean, I guess it just makes more sense, you know. It makes more sense that I, why I have a hard time with doing that. Well, therefore, you know, getting the presence there on time. Yeah. Yeah. So, can can you forgive yourself and let it go? I guess, but it sort of makes me think. Well, then I should really be working on developing a connection. Okay, I was going to ask you that. And then I guess, and then I guess. Like then there is some resistance. Okay, so there's resistance to the connection. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just I don't know, I'm not very optimistic that you know, a connection would be um I don't know. I guess I just don't know. I'm scared. I probably maybe I'm just scared of it. I don't know. And I just don't know. I don't know if it's will happen and I, I guess I wonder if I try and it doesn't happen am I just going to I don't know I, I guess I should try I guess I should try but anyway there's some there's some fear definitely that so uh, about, tell me about it, this just that that it won't work and then I'll just think, well, that was a waste of effort or something on my part, I guess. I, I don't know. It doesn't, I mean, that doesn't sound really, like, great. But who's, who's judging? Me, I guess. I mean, I guess I feel like ultimately, really, I do need to try. I just I just am sort of scared of it. I don't know. Um, I don't really know why. No, it is. I just want to interject here a, a okay a different kind of philosophy. Um, okay, a philosophy that says before we came to this earth, we chose the family that we were born into, the parents. It was all a contract that we worked out, the parents and siblings. 
in order to learn the lessons that we all had to learn. And someone could be playing a role to help someone else learn their lesson. We don't know that. Okay. Here. Right. Um, and so there there could be reasons way bigger than us that we bigger than what, what we can possibly see here through our own limited minds as to why we're with that family and what we are here to work out. But sometimes it's also to learn lessons of 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 letting go and strength and independence and moving on by oneself, even without family. Sometimes just because we were born into a family, it doesn't mean that we have to stick like glue. And it doesn't mean, I mean, especially if they were um, abusive or something, I mean, there might be a lesson there to learn, but it doesn't mean that we... Um, no, they're all like our best friends. doesn't mean that, that they, you know, we can't develop an, a new tribe. You know, lots of people, once they have traumas from childhood and they go on to develop a new tribe, you know, a new group of intimate people whom they can, mm-hmm. who are like them. And it may be that our families are so different from us that it may be, it may not even be worth going into or maybe this isn't the time to make it work there may be another time in the future mm-hmm. or the more we we learn who we we grow into who we are and own our own authentic self and authentic voice then it becomes easier to talk to them so it may be that sometime in the future will be the right time to have these conversations and, and try to develop that connection and so what I'm trying to say is we can't bang ourselves up or judge ourselves for not making it happen now. Now just may not be the time. And there yeah. may be another time in the future. And it's almost like it is what it is. And just let it be. And, you know, like you could have, I'm, I'm forgetting at the very moment what you told me about um, your, your sister. And, you know, she could be very full of defenses and if you're not totally standing in your authentic power and being present, you can't yet have that conversation. Right. And that's okay. It is just what it is. And we have to kind of just let it go and let it be until we can go back there. Does any of that make okay. sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. So coming back to the present thing, to the presence and the gifts, how, how do you, how are you feeling about that right now? Um, it just seems kind of like a small, small issue that sort of made me aware of a bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah. Good insight. That's good. So let's uh let's wrap up. Yeah. Let's see if we can summarize. What insights and ahas did you get today? Um Let's see. Today, I got the insights about um, 
you know, handling my uh, the rabbit hole of Facebook a little bit differently. Um, also to write down a schedule of self-care activities. I think that's a really good, um, that's a good idea for me. Um, putting things on the calendar and on the weekends too. Oh, and also the self-care is a bridge to get to higher mind. I like that. And um, that uh, about um, the you're not good enough sort of trying to protect me or motivate me, you know, and that I might ask for a different different strategy, different words. Um, and the presence, you know, the presence as a substitute for connection, kind of that whole package of things. Um, those are, I think, the highlights for me. Beautiful. You got it all. That's a lot, huh? Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. You just said it all. Is it written down also? Yes, I wrote it. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's in my journal here, so. Beautiful. Now, it would be great if you would spend time rereading your journal, listening to the recordings, and writing more. Okay. Okay. And even out and out with nature, because you've already come, how important that is for you. Get out in your walks with nature. Right. And listen. Listen for the inner whisperings from your higher self. Okay. Or, or from nature. Yeah. Okay. Okay? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great. Again, Thank you. Amazing insights. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I'll see you next week. Very good. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.